From Bobble House, this is Obsessed. I'm Elaine. And I'm Jana, and we are your hosts of this podcast. In each episode, we'll talk about pop culture, being in our 20s, and things we're obsessed with. We'll unpack our feelings about the good, the bad, and why they matter. Okay, this is one of the best topics. Everyone has something to say about this, and we all have our own experiences and feelings associated with it. Yes, let's talk about food. We're going to get into this from a cultural standpoint, but Elaine, if you had to say your favorite food right now off the top of your head, what would you say and why? How about we say it at the same time on the count of three? Okay. Okay. One, one two, two, three. three. Oysters. Oh. That was not at the same time. <laughs> Yours is oysters. Mine are noodles. Why? I love oysters. To me, eating an oyster is just the height of luxury. They are difficult to obtain. And then when it is time for you to eat them, they must come served on a gorgeous tray with a bed of ice and they must have fresh citrus squeezed over them. I think that is just so glamorous. Mm -hmm. Everything about it is glamour. And I love that. And I love to slurp. (laughs) For me, noodles are very comforting to me. Yes. As a kid, we mostly ate rice at home and noodles Mm -hmm. were always a treat for the weekends or when we Mm. go out. Mm, I get that. And it's always something my grandma cooks for us when we're back at her place because we're usually like really starved when we get there. Mm. And there's this very specific recipe that she makes with Mm -hmm. really, really rich bone pork broth and Mm. lots of seasonal veggies. Mm. And it's such a nostalgic flavor. There's a a little bit of saltiness and sweetness. Mm. And I just miss it so much. That sounds amazing. I want to try your grandma's noodles. I've been trying to recreate it, but it doesn't taste exactly like how she made it. But my mom says she just puts a bunch of lard. Oh, lard. (laughs) Which I don't have. I don't even know what the healthy lard would be. Mm. I don't know. I just need to go back maybe to my that, grandma's place and make Maybe it. that's the thing is you just have to go for the non-healthy. Yeah. That's, that's the key. That. I think Fun so. fact, there is a city in California called Manteca, which is Spanish for lard. Ooh. <laughs> I know you can eat lard um, on its own as a cold, cold cut almost. But, Whoa, really? Yeah. I heard it's pretty good. Wow. So noodles are a super nostalgic food for me. Food can be so nostalgic. I could never be a vegetarian because I refuse to give up Filipino food and it's so often meat or fish based. Right. I was actually vegan for a year or two in high school, but I eventually stopped because my parents were sneaking in meat in like curries or soups. And I think I just subconsciously let it go. I think I could tell. I just let it go. You knew. Okay. Um, and I also felt really left out during my family gatherings. Obviously, your grandparents would always offer you a bunch of food when you're visiting. Yeah. Right. And there's this dish called tang tzu pai gu, which translates to sugar, vinegar, pork ribs. Sounds delicious. <laughs> it's so good. A lot of the dishes they make are pork based. Mm. And I would have to tell them I don't eat meat and they would Mm. be so disappointed. That hurts. And I felt like such a little brat. So I realized a lot of bonding experiences between myself and my friends or family were food orientated, especially during the holidays. So I kind of gave up on this vegetarian vegan path I was taking. I would definitely say one of the most defining things about any culture is food. Like there's so much history there. I was just reading something about how longanisa, which is this Filipino sausage that's so good, 
oh my gosh it rocks that's the only thing I can say <laughs> it does. it's like bright red it's so sweet it's so salty I just found out that it comes from a sauce a Spanish sausage making technique I'm obviously mm. not saying we should be thankful for colonialism but I think it's really interesting <laughs> tracing these things back yeah for sure yeah I also think it's really interesting how so many foods exist across different cultures, specifically different Asian cultures, but with minor variations, like how a Chinese bao is shou pao in the Philippines, mm. or another one is kanji, like lugao or arisgaldo in the Philippines, is jok in Korea, or is it jo in China? Yeah, it's in Cantonese, it's called jok, mm. and in Mandarin, it's called jo, jo. Okay. Both are the same thing. Some of some sort of rice boiled down with water or broth, mm. and it turns into a congealed liquid, which mm. sounds really strange, but mm. it's actually very warm and comforting. And it's a That's little so salty. You eat it with rou song, which mm. translates to pork floss, mm. which is a terrible, terrible translation. <laughs> so I think you just have to try it because it's so perfect with kanji the kanji is plain right mm. but this pork floss is extremely salty and nutty and what is it exactly a little sweet i think it's just dried out pork uh-huh mixed with a lot of seasoning mm. so it has this almost cotton candy flavor uh, not mm. flavor cotton candy texture, texture. uh not flavor. <laughs> <laughs> not flavor that would be really not yum but it's absolutely delicious on plain dishes Mm. What do you guys eat congee with? So growing up, my mom would make congee with Costco rotisserie chicken, like the end Yum. of Costco rotisserie chicken. So that is super nostalgic for me. And then lots of sesame oil, lots of seaweed, um, chili crisp, and yeah. soy sauce, of course. That's delicious. Yes. Sesame oil goes with everything. I love sesame oil so much. I feel like I've been deprived from Filipino food my whole life. Mm. I've only tried pense, pork adobo, and lumpia. Mm. I, but I feel like those are kind of basic. What are those some are like classics? Those those are classics. <laughs> but I I need to know. I need to explore. What are some other ones mm. I should look out for? I mean, adobo is a classic. If you haven't had it, I've grew up mostly eating chicken adobo which is like mm. this really tender super vinegary chicken that just falls off the bone it's super saucy the best part is the sauce with rice yep tudon that's it's uh like a filipino fried banana so it's wow. basically wrapped in like a lumpia wrapper and deep fried and that will always be one of my favorite desserts wow. My mom used to make this thing called nilaga. I don't know if that's the kind of thing that you can get in a restaurant or if it's like the kind of thing that your mom makes for you at home, right. you know, <laughs> but it's this really soupy pork dish that has like a lot of veggies in it. And again, you eat it with white rice, white rice. One of my all time favorites is sinigang, which is this like super sour and salty soup. It's like so acidic. <laughs> Where does the um, acidity come from? Let me Google this. Actually, I think there's a is lot it of tamarind. The internet says the souring agents include unripe mangoes, butterfly tree leaves, citrus, but mm -hmm. always with pork. The pork is important. Yeah, pork is, seems like such a pork and rice. I feel like those are the staples. Speaking of synagogue, I love savory dishes with a bit of acidity in it. Yes. I love vinegar. Mm. I feel like it goes with everything. So dumplings, noodles, vegetables, meat, and especially when you dip your hot pot um, ingredients into it. Mm. It is an absolute essential condiment in my household. Do you have any essential condiments that you put, you have to Ooh. have in your pantry? 
That's a great question. When I have dumplings at home, I'll usually make a sauce with like soy sauce, sesame oil, chili crisp, green onion, sesame seeds. I don't mm. always go for vinegar and I don't know why. And I, I need think you should try. I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it the next time I go. Yeah. What kind of vinegar do you get? I get the black vinegar with the yellow cap. Don't remember the brand. Okay. But it's I'll look it up, right? very, very good. Okay. Essential condiments for me, I think soy sauce is number one. Yep. I consider sesame oil kind of a condiment. As a finishing um, agent. I, yes. I love those Thai crispy shallots that you can get in a oh, giant jar at yeah. the Asian supermarket. Is that a condiment? I feel like it's just like something to garnish on top. Yes. Do you have any other essential essentials? Essential for essentials. marinating... I guess it's not a condiment, but for everything, I always put sake and mirin. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. I love sake. because uh, And white pepper. Because mm. those three things, you know how meat and fish have a natural scent to yeah. it? Yes. Odor. <laughs> Odor, yeah. So mm-hmm. these three things kind of make it a little less present and it makes it tastier. Mm. we love food love as you can tell yes obviously <laughs> what are some of your favorite foods from your culture hmm so growing up in hong kong the first thing that comes to mind are sausage buns which are mm. also called chan zai bao mm. and i used to get them from my local bakery growing up mm-hmm. and i would rush to go there after school because i would be so hungry mm-hmm. and it's the perfect combination of a super sticky bun with super super salty hot dog inside oh so it's the perfect contrast between salty and sweet and you have to get it in the wrapper because the bread sticks on the wrapper and then you have to kind of eat the bread off the wrapper Ooh! and i just really miss being able to get meat buns or Mm -hmm. like in hong kong there's a lot of hong kong style chicken pies is a british colonialism a lot of hong kong recipes are based off of these pastries And Mm. I really miss being able to just get them wherever and whenever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now I have to travel all the way to Chinatown to get it. You need to send me a picture of what these look like and I'll try to find them in my Chinatown. Because I need to try that. That sounds amazing. Beautiful. They're the shiny, shiny, like they're like a baby's bottom. But very tan and like shiny and beautiful. Okay. All right. (laughs) A A baby that's gotten some sun. Yeah, for sure. Do you see food as a way to connect with your culture? And if so, how important do you think that is? I think it definitely connects me with my culture and my family. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's hard for family to communicate their love for one another mm-hmm. through words. Mm-hmm. So they use food to represent an act of love and service. Yeah. So that's why there's this notion of Asian grandparents wanting to feed you and stuff you whenever you're there. They're trying to feed you with their love, basically. Mm. So a lot of the traditional Chinese dishes I mentioned, like Mm -hmm. the vinegar and sugar-based pork ribs, Mm. takes a lot of time and labor to make. So Mm. you have to rinse the bones and then blanch them and then stew them. So dishes like that, are always a luxury to me and especially this is a small thing but Uh whenever I'm back home there's always a plate of freshly cut fruit oh and that's so special to me I don't know if that's special to you but no I have that too for sure (laughs) it's so nice so my dad is obsessed with apples he's like 
he raised me to be a gala fuji supremacist and now there's so many other different breeds and varieties out there he's like always obsessed with like the next new type of apple this year it's cosmic crisp he's very into the cosmic crisp apple i love that name cosmic crisp But yeah, last time we were all together, he would just like cut up like a shit ton of apples and salt them. He always salts Mm -hmm. fruit for us. My mom does that too. I don't know. Yeah. Do your parents do that? So salt, if you put salt in the water, it kind of stops it from oxidizing and turning brown. Right. Sometimes we eat watermelon with soy sauce because it's a good contrast. Salty sweet thing. Wow. Yeah, it's really good. It sounds like I'd be confused for a second and then I'd be like, yeah, I'm into this. <laughs> it's so good. And at first your palate's like, oh, I don't know about this. But then yeah. you get used to it and it's really good. So yeah. what I hear is that uh-huh. food is very important to you and your family as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's definitely really important. Sometimes I feel really disconnected and really out of touch with being Filipino or I feel like not Filipino enough because I don't speak to Kalug. And food really brings me back. I honestly, my palate is so salty. Like I (laughs) have to have so much salt and that feels undeniably Filipino in a way that is really comforting to me. I feel the same way because last night I actually went to this restaurant and I loved the food. And then Mm -hmm. when I, um, I was telling my friend about it and she was like, oh my God, that restaurant, it's so, the food is so salty. And I'm like, mm. it's perfectly salted. What are you <laughs> saying? Like, yeah. yeah, it's so good. Yeah. And what you were saying about feeling more connected to your culture, yeah. I think Michelle Zauner, I think that's how you pronounce her name, mm. really articulated this well in Crying in H Mart, mm. where she talks about how even though her Korean is very limited, eating and cooking traditional Korean recipes really brings her closer to her Korean identity and her mother. And that book, we were talking about it earlier, but it, yeah, I was crying and heaving. Oh my God. I couldn't get in my room. (laughs) I was so sad. I called my mom. I was like, it's, it just, it was just heartbreaking to read that book. I think the part that got me the most was the very first chapter, which I think is the, was the, New Yorker or New York Times essay. It's after the death of her mother. Spoiler mm-hmm. alert, by the way. <laughs> um, it's after the death of her mother, and she's just like in H Mart and just seeing all these different types of families there and like wondering about their relationships with each other. And mm-hmm. that really, really got me. I don't know why. I remember being inconsolable. <laughs> yeah. Quick thought I just had. I was just thinking about what you said about food as an act of service. Do you feel like a lot of Asian parents, their number one love language is acts of service. Yes, definitely. Because, yes. and I would say that were gifts. I'm not getting words of affirmation from my parents. Trust me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like with Chinese New Year or Lunar New Year that just passed, the number one yeah. gift is baskets of food and mm. fruit or yes. money. Yes. Yeah. Gifts. Basic. Service. Yeah, that's not really a words of affirmation type of emphasis in asian households unless yeah you know of our parents generation yeah i feel yeah and mine as well understand emphasizing the generational (laughs) divide between elaine and i once again (laughs) i'm saying that we relate we're on the same wavelength yeah any thoughts on western food listeners if you don't know i live in california elaine lives in toronto our favorite western food on the count of three oh okay um okay i got it three three two two one. one chicken Fish nuggets burger. <laughs> <laughs> i'm so glad you said that i thought you're gonna say something like 
really fancy no what's fancy american food i guess there's like french and italian food but i don't think about yeah. that when i think about something like comforting and westernized yeah, it's yeah. the filet fish burger yeah i guess yeah we said western food not american food but when i think of western food i think of american fast food which yep. i actually do love honestly it's basically just mcdonald's i love mcdonald's i love mcdonald's, McDonald's. Rocks. out of curiosity can you get like good authentic chinese food in toronto Hmm. I think it really depends. Yeah. Because I'm really spoiled when I'm back in Hong Kong or Taipei. Yeah. I get really amazing home cooked and restaurant food. Mm. So no restaurants in Toronto can really compare to what I eat. But when I'm back home. Fair. Fair. The food I eat is good, but it's yeah. not on the caliber of what I usually eat back home. Yeah. How could And it be? sometimes when I'm really homesick, I'll use the search option in my iPhone and just type food. Oh. And my favorite dishes from back home will just pop up. It's it's oh. kind of torture. Why would you do that to yourself? No, I just I can't help but be nostalgic and oh. torture myself, I guess. What are some foods that are really nostalgic to you for whatever reason? I know we've talked about a lot, but Okay, one that really comes to mind, especially after watching that Grimes What I Eat in a Day video. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. It's really funny. And she eats like really interesting foods. And she has a very okay. funny way of explaining it. Okay. But one of them is she talked about is Japanese style Western food, which my mm-hmm. mom and I really, really love mm-hmm. because there's this dish called Napolitan. Napolitan. Okay. I think it's uh-huh. supposed to be like Napoleon, but it's okay. Napolitan uh-huh. pasta. So it's a spaghetti dish made with ketchup and hot dogs like marinara spaghetti, but it's not mm-hmm. too acidic mm-hmm. from the tomatoes because mm-hmm. it's made from ketchup mm-hmm. and it doesn't sit heavy on the palate because there's no dairy in it. Yeah. And it's a little sweet and a little salty and the noodles aren't too hard. They're not too al dente. Uh-huh. Al dente. Al dente. <laughs> al dente. <laughs> but they're just perfectly soft, but oh, not in a mushy great. way. Yeah. So... It, me and my mom go to this little cafe in the mall and we call it Asian pasta. Mm. And it's kind of like, you know what it's like? It's like the mm. Jollibee spaghetti you get. Oh, hell yeah. I love Jollibee spaghetti. It's okay. so good. Quick question. Um, And there is a correct answer for this. Okay. Smash, Mary kill. The Burger King. The Jollibee Bee. I'm talking about the mascot, not the restaurant oh. itself. The Burger King. The Jollibee Bee. Ronald McDonald. Kill Ronald McDonald, smash Burger King, marry Jolly Baby. Yes, yes. Is that the right <laughs> I answer? I think that's the right answer. Yeah, because yes. <laughs> Jolly Bee's getting married. Yeah, Jolly Bee is so cute. And when I thought of McDonald's, I was a little scared. Yeah, I was just a little scared. Yeah. But what about you? What are some nostalgic foods that you think about when you think of something really comforting? Honestly, okay, the first things that come to mind for me are really salty canned meats. Bear with me. <laughs> um, my mom explained this to me once that Filipinos kind of learned to cook with a lot of canned foods because it was hard to get things fresh. For example, mm-hmm. that's why a lot of um, Filipino desserts are made with condensed milk because that comes in a can right. um, versus trying to find it fresh. Same um, with Hong Kong style milk tea. It's ma- mm-hmm. mo- made mostly with condensed milk. Condensed milk is so, so good. good. But yeah, one of my canned meats is spam. I grew up eating so much spam. It's still one of my favorite things to eat to this day. My girlfriend and I like to cook together a lot. And the first thing that we ever cooked together was spam soupy. 
Yum. I also have a really passionate hatred for Whole Foods because they don't carry spam and that feels <laughs> They Do also they not- a sriracha. They really don't carry it. I'm serious. That's really weird. Maybe it's I not know. a health food. But they carry I- chips. Don't give a shit. You got you to gotta cater to your Asian audience, and that is not the way to do it. Yeah. Do they not carry any um, canned meats? They don't have spam. That's all Whatever. that matters to me. Whatever. Yeah. What's another um, favorite canned dish? Corned beef, which sounds oh. so gnarly. <laughs> so my dad doesn't cook a lot, but growing up, he would saute like canned corned beef with onions, and we'd eat it with rice. Super, super salty again, and mm. then with white rice to just like neutralize it. And that taste really takes me back. Also... I feel like eggs, just like normal fried eggs, taste different when my parents make them. Do you have any things like that? What is that? I think they just use more oil. Mm. And it's not too crispy on the edges. But my mom likes to flip it over. Same with my dad. But they always flip it over. What I do when I make runny eggs, I cover it with a lid. Yeah. But they do it with oil. So I think it tastes a little different because of that. Yeah. You don't think it's just the love of a parent? Yeah, I think it's actually the secret ingredient is love. It's the love. It's, it's the love. Okay, so we planned a fun little experiment for this episode. Elaine and I each <laughs> bought three snacks that we ate a lot as kids and haven't had in a while. And we're going to do a little taste test and see how they compare now. Yes, I'm so excited for this. We're going to rate each of these snacks on three categories. So number one is flavor. Number mm-hmm. two is texture. And number three is the general satisfaction we get. Either yes. it's a super exciting snack or do we feel mm-hmm. satiated after eating mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. So tell me what you ended up getting. I got green tea ice cream, shrimp mm. chips, and I couldn't find the Yan Yan brand, but I got something that I think is basically Yan Yan. We'll find out. Wait, is Yan Yan the panda? No, that's Hello Panda. Yan Yan is like this. It's like sticks where you dip it into a little oh. chocolate or strawberry sauce. I don't know if I would call it sauce. It's basically okay. frosting. Yeah. Oh, I got something similar. Okay. Similarly, I got po- pokey. Poke? Pokey. Pocky? Pocky. Pocky. This is not the one that I, this brand, this is another brand in Hong Kong, but I can't mm. find it. Mm. But I wanted to buy pretz, but mm. they don't. Do you know what pretz are? I don't know that. What is that? That's the savory version of the sticks. Ooh, that sounds great. It's so good, but I couldn't find it anywhere. And I got Wang Wang um, crackers, rice crackers. Ooh. And I have no idea what this is called, but uh-huh. I don't know if listeners know, but there's this thing called mammy noodles, or uh-huh. which is crushed up ramen. Mm, but this is the one I used to get as a kid but this mascot is new so there's two mascots now I don't know why Uh there's a singer mascot oh but those are the three snacks that I got should we try yes okay which one are you gonna try first I think we should go savory to sweet savory okay okay I will say these freaking shrimp chips have been haunting me every time I open up the pantry I'm like I want to eat those so bad but I wanted to save my first reaction for this same when I was when my friends came over they kept eating my wang wang crackers oh my god yeah and I was saving it because I want an organic reaction to this yes yes so we're gonna try it wow oh my gosh oh I just stuck my nose (laughs) in the bag and this smell it's like I'm eight years old again (laughs) 
Yeah, it smells like MSG in the best way. Yes. Okay, okay. so I get these shrimp chips that are like, it kind of looks like a fry, not the little scoopy ones. Mm. Okay, so the Wang Wang crackers are so, what is this shape called? Um, Oval? An oval. Spam shaped. They're spam yes, shaped. they're spam shaped <laughs> and they're covered in some sort of salty dust. So I'm going to try Ooh. it. Okay, ready? One, ready. two, three. Oh, it's so good it's so freaking good mine tastes a little plasticky but in mm. a good way mine tastes even better than i remember <laughs> i don't remember mm. it being it's not as salty as i remember honestly this tastes exactly as i remember but i think i'm enjoying it more because it's been so long mine does not taste as flavorful as i remember maybe they had to cut down on the msg what ratings would you give okay the first one flavor if we're rating it i think we're gonna rate it out of five okay. so flavor i would give it a three uh-huh texture is super satisfying it's super crunchy and then mm. it melts into your mouth mm. so i would say it's a four in general mm. satisfaction it's a very interesting flavor it starts off salty and then it's sweet Ooh. so i would say it's a solid four okay not bad tell me about I'm the giving, shrimp chips i'm giving these shrimp chips a solid five in all three categories <laughs> wow we're starting with an all-star these are so good i kind of forgot yeah i have um no notes literally no notes the texture is amazing they're so crunchy okay, okay. what's up next mine are the ramen crispy ramen snack and the, okay. it's great advertising because the Ooh. flavor is artificial chicken flavor oh okay artificial chicken is that to appeal to like a less meat focused audience I don't know, but the mm. first ingredient is palm oil. Mm. Love it. Okay, I'm trying these yan yan things that are not yan yan. And look how cute. It comes with a little tub of sprinkles. You're supposed to dip it in wow. the sprinkles. Wait, are you going to do the dip and then the sprinkles? I think that's what you're supposed to do. So I obviously know this isn't going to taste exactly like what I had in childhood because it's not the same thing. But yeah, let's just give it a try. Okay, I'm going to get... Okay. So audience, it looks literally like a fried up noodle. Like a ramen noodle mm. that's crushed mm. up. Yum. Okay, mine is like, it looks like a really skinny breadstick and you dip it in some chocolate frosting and then some little pastel colored sprinkles. That looks that's really good. It's called Choco Pick. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Like this is, that's a compliment to me. <laughs> <laughs> you did a great job. It goes well with your outfit. It goes with Thank your you. color scheme. Thank okay, you so I want to try it. Okay, ready? One, two, three. Hmm. So good. Yeah, really good. Mm. Mm. I'm not a fan of the sprinkles here. They're okay, do little... it without. Do it without the sprinkles. Yeah, I did just try it. I think they're, it doesn't quite, I think I should have tried harder to find Yan Yan because I'm just like, I don't really know what to compare this to. Does it I'm not crazy like, about it. Does it taste like frosting when you do a cake last minute and you have to frost it really quick so you buy it from the grocery store? Yes, absolutely. That's like exactly what it tastes like, actually, mm. which I think that's kind of what the yin yang tasted like, too. But I think the yin yang frosting was maybe a little less thick. This is like really thick. Like you really have to like dig in there. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. OK, so rate it. Mm. Flavor. I'm going to give this like a two. I'm really sorry. <gasps> I'm sorry to this man. I'm sorry to anyone who's like a big fan of this. Um, sorry to the snack. Sorry to the snack. If I had grown up with this specifically, I'd probably like it a lot more. Yeah. 
texture, I will give a 3.5. It's not mm-hmm. bad. General satisfaction, I'm going to give a 2. I'm sorry. <laughs> this and is I think, rough. I think the fact that this is not my childhood snack is affecting it, is affecting my general satisfaction rating, which isn't really fair, but that's just the way it's going to be today. Wow. We're harsh. Yeah. We're harsh. Yeah. Okay. My one, flavor, 5. Yes. Texture, five yes satisfaction five it's okay hell yeah <laughs> it's so good it's so that. salty buy it i think you will can... you send me a picture of that i want to try yeah. it okay last snack okay so my last one is green tea ice cream which is nostalgic to me i don't know of a specific brand but oh look how beautiful this is it's the most gorgeous pale green matcha color I remember when the Chinese restaurant in our town, in my hometown, that we used to go to a lot, shout out Sailing Boat in Redding, California, you rock, um, they started serving green tea ice cream, and my dad was really into it, and so. Mine is Pocky. Pocky, what flavor? Chocolate one. Nice. Okay. That's the only one I like. I don't like the matcha one. I don't like the strawberry one. I love the strawberry one. Have you had the one that, I forget what it's called, but it like it looks like ferrero rocher on a pocky stick it's like all in crunch oh oh, and they have the oreo one as well Mm, i haven't tried that one apparently it's good but the real one that i used to eat as a kid i could not find Mm. i think it's made by the same company but it's the savory version of this that sounds so good it's so good okay i'm gonna try it okay ready three two Two, one one Mm, so good Mm. Ooh. Yeah, that's good. That hits. The snap is really, really good. Again, it's like a breadstick type of thing. Mm-hmm. So flavor is a solid four. Mm-hmm. Texture is so good because you're getting the crunchy and then you're getting the soft-ish chocolate coating on the outside. Mm-hmm. And also there's a little tiny bitterness to the chocolate. So it's mm-hmm. absolutely delicious. Oh. So I would say texture is a four. Satisfaction mm-hmm. is also a four. Hell yeah. I would say flavor, I would give this one a four just because I don't know this particular brand. I don't think this is like the most flavorful I've Mm. had, but it's still really good. Texture, I would give a five. It's ice cream. I love the texture of ice cream. Mm -hmm. And general satisfaction, I will give a four because I think what I really want is for this to be served to me in a bowl at the Chinese restaurant that I ate at growing up. Right. Yeah. And I want to be eating this in school because that's when I used Mm. to eat snacks these are all the snacks I used to eat during my recess break cute snack break time and then I would share with all my friends yeah and it'll be like a snack trading party and then we had to stop doing that because people were getting allergies and the parents were like freaking out so then we had to stop sharing snacks at one point which was really really sad Mm. but these really brought me back to those days you know I think it's really interesting and telling that we chose asian snacks because <laughs> we didn't specify that like we said i'm i feel like i have there's like a lot of western snacks i could have picked that i loved growing up but yeah this stuff is more nostalgic to me i don't think i was exposed to a lot of western snacks other than mm. shortbread cookies okay i don't know if this is a universal thing but this cookie can't tin mm-hmm. that has sewing supplies in it yep <laughs> Wait, no. it's never cookies it's sewing no, it's supplies yeah but those cookies are actually really good mm, i can't tell if i've had them um, um and i'm gonna keep eating these pockies because they're absolutely delicious i'm still eating the shrimp chips 
So what's your so favorite good. out of the three? Hands down the shrimp chips. This was like truly took me back in time. I don't know why I haven't been getting these every time I go to H Mart or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've been depriving myself for no reason. Is it going to make it to your cheese board night, charcuterie night? That's an amazing idea because these with like, honestly, these with like a, a goat cheese, like some kind of soft goat cheese. You know how Cheetos are good with cream cheese? I feel mm-hmm. like these with a goat cheese, I I really might be onto something and I, I think I'm going to try it out. I'm so sorry. I don't like goat. You don't? I love goat mm. cheese. I, I'm lactose intolerant, so most cheeses gross me out. Why'd you ask me if I'd put it on a cheese board? <laughs> it doesn't match because I've seen it on your Instagram. I've seen mm. you do cheese boards and they look I beautiful. Love Thank you. But I, okay. if I had to do a cheese board <laughs> night, it would only be cured meats. So there would be no cheese for me. So like a charcuterie night. Yeah, charcuterie night. night. For sure. Fair. I think we should wrap things up with Crush Corner. Elaine, who are you crushing on today and why? So Twice has a new single, Moonlight Sunrise. Yes. And... I've changed biases lately from, okay, I know Sana is still your bias. Sana is my one and only. But Momo has been my bias lately because I've been getting a lot of recommendations on my YouTube for her. So oh. Momo is my current crush. What Momo about you? Is so hot. It's crazy. Momo is so beautiful. She's I can't so, handle she's it. Gorge. I, but I love all of Twice. I love all of them. Yeah. I did not think about this. Who is my crush for this week? Um, yeah, yeah. My head is empty. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say that my crush is B. Doobie. Is that how you say her name? Let me see. B. Doobie. Oh. B. Badoobie. <laughs> I don't know if I'm saying that right. But she's Filipino. She's so cute. And I just, I've, I've heard her music on TikTok before and I just listened to some of her songs. And she's so cute. She's really I love- talented. Yeah, I love she has like such a sweet little voice and I really like it. So she's gonna be my crush for this week. And she has a great aesthetic and her styling oh. is really good. She's Gen Z as hell and I love it. She is. She's beautiful. Okay. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Bye. Bye.